Whoa! Good morning, Mr. White. Good How are you? Good morning, Mrs. Angel. I am very, very, very well. How are you? Well, I'm recording. Those joining us on YouTube, on the yeah. tube, will see that I'm um, I'm not at home. I don't look no. anywhere near as spectacular as you do with your great lighting and sound. <laughs> I love the lighting. So my apologies Where that I don't you? sound. What's going on? I am on my um, my fourth visit of the year to Canberra to go and work with my schools in the Canberra and Goulburn Archdiocese and Love the it. schools I've been working with are doing amazing work. They've been all over the press. Have you? Uh, all of the NAPLAN um, breakdown, they, they, you know, the results are in and very excitingly, the schools in the Canberra and Goulburn Archdiocese are all over the press because they've done absolutely exceptionally well and have um, kind of stood out uh, with all of the results that have come in across Australia. So very exciting work. How good's that? How good's my, that? My yeah, well done. That's a big feather in the cap. Fantastic. Oh, fantastic. Is they're working very hard and they've got um, amazing uh, mindsets that they are growing and learning and it's, yeah, very exciting work that we're getting to do. So looking forward to catching up with everybody when I'm down here on this trip. Uh, in For Queenslanders, this is the, the last push home into the home stretch towards holidays. Mm-hmm. Not quite exactly the same for you. You're in your second last week. No, 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 last week. Last oh, you're in your last week as well. I'm in my last week. I'm enjoying, uh, yes, enjoying the uh, the benefits of the last week and, and everything that entails, including last-minute assessment and uh, hurried marking to get everything done and back to the students in a timely matter because there's no point giving feedback next term. You've got to give it this term, which makes sense. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so busy week, but um, uh, it's a fun week. Hey, today we had a assembly today, and I'm very lucky to be a head of house, and I get to be involved in the leadership, and I love it. It's brilliant fun. And today we announced our leaders for two, uh, 2024, which is very, very exciting. We had a lovely handover ceremony where all the students stand up on stage who are the current leaders, and they invite their counterpart coming up and uh, you know, give them a hug and Wish him well. It's great. It's really good fun. Leadership, fantastic stuff. Yeah, it's great fun. Yeah. And uh, do you you do some leadership work with them afterwards as well? Oh yeah, yeah. So um, the students coming in will be covered. So I've got my heads of house, my house captains. So I work very closely with them, but I also uh, get to work on the leadership team and everyone involved in that. Uh, it's great fun. It really is great fun. You get to have a look at students and the thing about leadership in schools is it really is important that you keep in mind that it's not a reward for what you've done in your 11 years of schooling whatever it is it's it's the opportunity to develop your skills further so i see it very much as an instructional learning role as much as it is a role that is a reward for putting a hand up and being part of things so um, i've got some students that i think are going to get a lot out of these positions so i'm really excited to see what that's going to hold for them that's well, fabulous and mm. exciting times. I, I can only imagine how excited those families and the kids are and the opportunities that lie ahead for them. And they get to spend time with you. So how lucky are they? <laughs> there are good things too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, there's the punishment side. That's right. That's right. But right, yeah, so last week of term, how much fun. So good. And yes. and But we know, um, we know end of term three, 
in Australia or in our hemisphere, so we're in the, the end of term three, we're, we're heading towards the end, but we're not mm. there yet. We've still got 10 solid weeks left of learning for another term. So everyone who tends to be utterly exhausted at the end of term three, sometimes um, there's a bit of emotion around, uh, or is that just me? Um, So there's there's a bit of emotion. Yes. Yeah. Some people at this stage of the term may be limping to the line. So this podcast this week is to help you to get right to the end. So we've got... We've got, we're going to double down on our magical moments and our teaching tales today and share as many good stories as we possibly can. So I know that you have got your, you've been saving up your very, very best uh, wisecrack for us. (laughs) So I'm certain that there's never going to have been as good a wisecrack as we're about to hear from Mr. White. So buckle, buckle (laughs) up everybody. Here we go. Oh oh boy. (laughs) Whitey's weekly wisecracks. What do you got, Mr. White? Well, I'm hoping that I can live up to that lovely introduction. Um, So recently, my students were very involved in trying to get tickets for the weekend. Now, for those of you who are uninitiated, the weekend isn't something that happens every week. The weekend is actually a muso who comes out and uh, plays music in a big arena. Yeah, is that right? I think I'm I'm right in saying that. Yeah, so the weekend is an artist uh, comes in. My students, like, I had a bunch of them who were online, like in the class. Go, what, what's going on here? And then I go out and say a recess, talk to another teacher, going, half my class was online trying to get tickets for the weekend. And then you know, my colleagues are going, yeah, me too, and I got tickets. So okay, fine, really good. But I was doing that, and I was, you know, students were on the weekend. I didn't know anything about him. I, I knew the songs, but I didn't know his name was the weekend and all that sort of stuff. So we had a conversation about the students were going, come on, Mr. White, you must have been into someone when you were our age. Like, who who did you like? What music were you into? And I said, well, I must admit that I did have a bit of an obsession with Posh Spice. Um, it cost my mum a fortune in saffron. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Saffron is a very expensive spice. It is a so very that's posh spice. That's right. That's right. That's right. So I uh, I got to air out that one, which was a bit of fun. It was a bit of fun just after I did the gag about why are you buying tickets to the weekend? I get a weekend every week. <laughs> that was pretty funny for about a minute. Um, <laughs> that I, I, well, I enjoyed the minute. The students were going, oh, Mr. White. But uh, yeah, so Saffron, what are you going to do? It's good. Well played. Well played. I hope that lived up to the introduction. That was good. That was good. You've done well. Uh, but I feel like I feel like it's time to to do a, maybe a, a couple of um I'm gonna I'm gonna drop in straight away now our first teaching tale. Good. Because we've got a couple that are coming out everybody this week. We wanna we wanna use up all of our resources. So here you go, enjoy this one. Two tales. Don't don't. All right, so this one has been sent in to us. So it goes like this. I teach in a special needs school. My students currently are ages 19 to 21 with moderate to severe intellectual delays and autism. They are also nonverbal. I had a student I was working with several years ago who was the sweetest boy. Everyone loved him. He also had a pretty severe case of pica. He would eat everything that wasn't nailed down. I think I'm saying that right, pica. Or picker. 
Markers, rocks, toys, everything. The classroom had an attached sensory room with crash mats, a soft, 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 uh, soft, a sofa, so, soft, calming lights, and a fish tank. One day, the staff heard a crashing sound coming from the sensory room. When staff walked in, this boy was standing in front of the fish tank with his back to the door. He was scooping water and aquarium rocks out of the fish tank and flinging it around the room. The staff called out his name and he turned around and smiled with the tail of the fish sticking out of his mouth. (laughs) Chaos ensued. Uh, Half the staff trying to get the fish out of his mouth, which was no small feat considering he absolutely did not want the help, and the other half was trying to make sure the first half didn't slip on the wet floor. Long story short, the fish tank was moved out of the sensory room so we could keep eyes on it at all times. The student was absolutely fine. We were left with a very weird story demonstrating that, that if you want every uh, every day to be an adventure, you need to teach at a special needs school. It will never, ever be boring. <laughs> oh, wow. That reminds me of a night out at the Tankerville Hotel in uh, in, in Carlton. <laughs> That's wow. <laughs> I have not heard that story, Mr. White. Oh, you Was days. it you with the fish uni out days, of your mouth? Oh, I'm neither confirming nor denying. <laughs> uni days, things will happen. That's where they'll stay. And all we can say is thank goodness that in our time there was not cameras everywhere and nor did we feel the need to capture um, the fish tail sticking out of our mouth. Well wow. done to us. Wow. wow, thanks for sending that in. That's hilarious. That is fabulous. I really appreciate anything that is sent in. So what a wonderful story. Uh, And we're looking for those, obviously, next term. We would love you to send them on. You can send it via email, Mm -hmm. teacherschangelivespodcast at gmail.com, or you can, like this wonderful lady did, she reached out to us on think it was on Facebook and or Messenger and sent it through on Messenger, actually, I think it was. So thank you so much. And we've got a let's hit let's hit a magic magical moment, hey? Very good. Let's I'm hoping our producer is standing by with the red shirt clip. Magical <laughs> moment. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Here we go. Hello, my name is Matt, and I am a teacher. And today, I want to tell you about a sticky note. Years ago, I had this kid who wouldn't speak. And when I say wouldn't speak, I mean not at all. Not one word. And I have never felt so ill-equipped as a teacher. Like, I had no tools for this situation. So as a way to, like, help connect that kid, I just drew a cartoon or wrote a little message on a sticky note and put it on their desk every day. And went on like that for the rest of the year. We had parent meetings and counselor meetings and psychologist meetings, and we tried talking to the kid, and just the kid didn't speak all year. Two years go by, and I get an envelope in the mail. I open up, and what's inside? A single sticky note. And on it, it said, uh... It said, I saved all your sticky notes. Thank you so much. You helped me more than you know. And that's kind of what's, what's hard about teaching. You never get to know your impact most of the time. You never get to know. But I guarantee you, whatever you're doing, even the small things like a sticky note, they probably have made a huge difference. That's awesome. That's what a story, huh? Tears in the eyes sort of stuff, that one. So wow. I stumbled across Matt Eichel. Eichelinger. I mean, I have been drinking, but not that much. Eicheldinger. Mm-hmm. That Matt sounds Eich. great. <laughs> Thank you. And you can find him on, on TikTok and he tells stories about his teaching career, which are fabulous. So, uh, and he's he's got some, some 
great ones. He, he, he's living and breathing the Teachers Change Lives podcast ethos. He's got some absolute zingers as far as teaching tales are concerned. Awesome. And he's got some just beautiful, magical moments about that connection that we have as teachers. Have you ever had a student who was uh, selectively mute? No, no, I haven't. I've, yeah. I've definitely had I've definitely had uh, students who had challenge, who were quite challenged in communication, but uh, not selectively mute. No, you? Yeah, very difficult condition. And at at, uh, at my campus at the moment, we have some students who have overcome their selective muteness and they yeah but it's a it's it's an incredible challenge for them Mm. to overcome that and the anxiety that under uh, underlies it all so that's Mm. beautiful that they still want that connection and they're doing everything they can to connect and wanting to be part of everything so that's just a beautiful story that Matt has told about that that wasn't it didn't go astray even if those little things along the way when you think that you're not making a difference and you don't really know what to do but you're doing something anyway, yeah. it's a, a good indication to just keep on chipping away at that because if your heart's in the right place, you're usually going to be making a difference. Yeah, well said. Yes, well said. Yeah. But it um, turns out Matt each isn't, um, isn't nice all the time, which is also what I enjoy. So we're going to play <laughs> another one of his clips for a teaching tale. So enjoy this one. Teaching tales. Dun, dun, dun. Hello, my name is Matt. I'm a teacher, and today I'd like to confess that one time I hit a kid with a dodgeball so hard that his feet left. school sports unless the situation calls for it. But these kids have been talking smack all week about how badly they could beat me in dodgeball, and as a teacher, I can't let that slide. So I joined the game, and on my first throw, I hit a kid in the torso. And as his body went skeet across the hardwood floor of the gym, I realized I probably threw it a little bit too hard. On the hard days, I'll replay that scene in my head, and I smile a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. That's true. It is true, though. Oh, sometimes teacher-student games or something like that. Oh, It gets real. It does get real. It does get real. It's real. I was playing dodgeball, um, uh, I think it was last year, and I was amped up and there was a student who was right fair way at the back, just sort of always, she's always the kind of student who never pays attention and you just want to make sure that this is why you should pay attention. So I wound up and I threw it sidearm as hard as I could and it was on target and it hit her in the shoulder. But the worst thing about that was I tore a little bit in between my ribs <laughs> and, I, and it was the last day of term sometime like, and for the first two weeks or the first the two weeks of holidays I could barely sort of you know move my torso around because I was I was so wide up so so um you know worth it, home, no? worth it intention well yeah absolutely but I would have liked to get, get ahead but I got a shoulder um no well yeah I mean there's two there's goods and there's good and bad in everything isn't there I mean <laughs> I felt I'm sure the kid for... remembers it as well. Yeah, I, I don't know, actually. I have to ask her. As a, as a PE teacher, I've got so many, uh, unfortunately, far too many examples of yeah, getting have a lot. Too, too competitive. And there was a time when I knocked myself out cold uh, playing netball against the students 
and was, yeah, just trying to play too hard, hit the pole and, yeah, unconscious. That's not the way to do it. No, no, but that uh, I think there'd already been enough injuries in the class the other way. But then one of my favourite stories, same school, we used to play a massive teacher versus student game of... Um, what's the Irish football game of um, Gaelic football? Gaelic football, yeah. and so the whole school would stop. Everybody would come out last session of the day, and it was teachers versus students. But um, at the time, my husband and our so our producer, he was playing AFL with you, Whitey, actually, and, <laughs> yes. and he was quite good at AFL. And we needed the teachers needed a ring in, so we told the kids that he was a cleaner. And he was on our team and there was one really lippy kid who was in my, and I'd love to say hi to Mickey Thomas, actually. I hope he's doing well. Hi, Mickey. <laughs> Mickey. Um, and, yeah, he was pretty lippy with uh, my husband Luke out on the field. He was pretty Ooh, fast too. You don't but- do that to Luke. No, no, you don't. And Mickey, Mickey learned a valuable lesson that day. Mm, and Luke also learned um, that he was lucky he wasn't a cleaner because the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but once again, it was the good old days, you know. You know, we yeah. would have had a lawsuit coming. Yeah, I remember. Um, I remember at school we played teacher versus um, student AFL, like not even Gaelic, like football, proper full tackle. contact tackle. And we had some play, like in we had some um, guys in our year twelve who went on and played AFL. In fact, in fact, one of them had played AFL already um, in his year twelve, and it was yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that was pretty full on too from memory. Yeah, but but no well, I don't, no, I, no lawsuits. You know, there you go. No harm, no foul. No, no foul. I, I do love the uh, star versus student netball. I uh, I, I get. Get quite into that. I'm a pretty good uh, goalkeeper. If you yes. do say so yourself. Yeah, no, no, most people do. Oh, do they? <laughs> well, really? really? Good, good slash aggressive slash lippy. <laughs> I, do. I don't mind a bit and of a, chat. And a great set of pins as well. You'd look good in your wear pleated skirts, I'm assuming. Oh, d- d- fluorescent white, long, thin legs. Yeah, look, yes. I look a million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's how, what I've always dreamed that's of. How, that's how my wife found me on the footy field, like little long legs. I just look for the, the guy with the most fluorescent white longest legs. <laughs> That'd be me. <laughs> Actually, um, interestingly, we've just had some feedback that's come in um, from our, our live listeners. They've said um, – they know they have on they know that you've actually never played defense in your life. Um, it's awkward. Just came through on my phone just defense. now. What Never are you played talking defense about? in your life. Rubbish. What no. in netball? Or in footy? Maybe maybe in AFL either. Well, yeah. we need to, I need oh, to get that like... person's name because I need to have a chat to them because I'll have them know I was a starting fullback in a premiership team in both football and netball. So mm. mic drop. There we go. You've heard I it here a, first, Luke. I need, I need a name. <laughs> cool. I think I know his name that is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so let's. Uh, we've got. We've we've had some. We've had some feedback. Feedback. Love feedback. We have had some yes. feedback. We've had some really lovely feedback. Can I take you through a few of them? Do it. Here we go. Lib Lovely uh, says a triumph, informative, inspirational. Uh, Libby 
Right. Thank you very much, Libby. That's brilliant. Uh, JIUB64, great listening to the expert that made direct instruction. I love that direct instruction teaches to the child's level. I do too. I think that's a great one. They were a great couple of episodes, by the way. Cheers. Mm. Brilliant. Uh, Taylor Hamana, awesome episode. Such informative episode about the world of DI, direct instruction once again. And Rachel says, amazing. Listening to Teachers Change Lives is the best part of my week. It's such an incredible, inspirational podcast, a must-listen for everyone. Episode 3-7, so Season 3, Episode 7, is a particularly awesome one. DI is an education game-changer, and more teachers need to hear about it. Hear, hear. Totally agree. We should do some more stuff on that, and you should let your uh, your light shine a bit brighter there, Shaz. Um, we've also got one from Sam Pros. Pros? Um we like all sorts of this, feedback here on the show. This don't is we? my personal favourite. We Absolutely. like all sorts of feedback here. We do. Um, There's every, every bit of feedback is a bit of, is an opportunity to grow, and so we'd love to say thank you to Sam Prose. <laughs> I think you want it to be Prose. Um, he says uh, that the podcast is garbage. One star. Garbage. And then he says, this, Sharon, and well done, Sam, because you did spell my name right, and it's a tricky one, so well done, yeah, and a capital good. S, well done. So this, Sharon. Two, two um, syllables. Yep. This Sharon, um, 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 angel, without a capital letter, um, uh, um, 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 is a joke. So that's, it, it hurt. It did hurt a little bit, but I do, I'm, a, I'm we're a feedback strong organisation here, Sam, and we appreciate, appreciate that you brought it to my attention that I say um all the time. Uh, spoiler alert, I was aware already what with my anxiety and all and overcoming this uh, on a podcast, but I appreciate that you pointed it out for everyone. And wow. in the in the spirit of feedback, I'll just let you know that um, when you are using a proper noun, so Sharon is the first part of the proper noun, and Angel is my second name, also a proper noun. You capitalize that a Sam. That's, that's true. So it's really important that we do that because language conventions are really important, particularly. When you were trying to burn a teacher, get those yes. language conventions right. <laughs> but, and I would say, particularly also, yeah, well said, absolutely. But particularly also when the when the proper noun that you're using is also a, a is also a, a non proper noun, all right, or a common noun such as angel. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. And this is something that I'm talking to my year sevens about at the moment, and they just did a test on this, and they all did really well. They all got eights. Amazing. Did they? Yes. Would they have put a capital A on that angel? Absolutely, they would have. Sam, you're welcome in the class anytime you'd like. <laughs> what a gift. Gosh, what we'd all gift. love to be. We would love to be in Mr. White's class. <laughs> there you go. Let's see if Sam takes it up. And we're happy to have you listening, though, Sam. Absolutely. You, Sam. And I will. we're working on this garbage. And let's just remember what the purpose of this is. Coming into the end of Term 3, we're talking about uplifting each other. It's That's about... Right. Bringing home the teacher train nice and strong. Uh, the whole purpose of this is about remembering all of the good things of teaching yep. and the focus is on that. But we also, like I said, always wonderful to receive a little bit of feedback along the way. On a personal note, it's nice to receive a little bit of feedback on <laughs> yeah. a personal note. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Trying to pump up each other's tyres. That's what we're trying to do here. We we, uh, accept all sorts of feedback and we will grow from it. We will learn and we will grow and we'll be be stronger because of it. 
Most definitely. I want to just let you know that I went to the most amazing professional development and I haven't had a chance to talk about it as yet. Michael Cargreg came to speak to the 11 schools at uh, the Festival of Learning for 2023. So that was the 12 schools in my area that the Springfield City Group um, sponsors amongst other sponsors and pull together all of the schools in the area to do professional development and then some amazing learning opportunities. And this year was Michael Cargreg for the teachers as well as Robert Barty, which was Ash Barty's dad. And we were talking mm. about wellbeing and it was a, a real teacher wellbeing focus. And unfortunately, we heard some pretty uh, difficult stats on the that we teachers are having difficulties right now as far as uh, sticking with the profession, we already knew that, but just making it through day to day and and dealing with the workload, dealing with the stress. And he came up with some amazing ideas. And I'm mm-hmm. just stress going all the way through to finally get um, to some of his suggestions. So one mm-hmm. of his big things that he suggested was there is this piece of music that is called weightless. So they're using it in surgeries and the science, uh, the research has found that it is, it's got a kind of a heart, it's got a heartbeat sound in it. It's called weightless and it is fantastic for stress relief. Um, So it's by Marconi, by Marconi Union. There's actually a 10 hour version if you need some white noise to go to sleep. But it is proven by science, and they're now using it for, with to calm patients before surgery. To if your if your mind's racing, your heartbeat. They're finding that people's heartbeat is matching the heartbeat sound in this weightless song, which is pretty cool. Right. So weightless by Marconi Union. If you're feeling yourself Brilliant. in a bit of a uh, anxious state, not a bad idea to pop that on and and do a bit of bit of a mindfulness. He had some other great suggestions. Just on this, before you go on, just before you go on there, this is really great for you students who are about to sit big exams. Um, Mm -hmm. This is this is something that teachers often don't, or they don't focus on as much. But getting your brain ready to execute under pressure is really, really, really important. And if you're the kind of person who who uh, feeds off other people's anxiety, the worst place for you to be before an exam is around your friends for 40 minutes, just feeding off each other's anxiety, whipping each other into a frenzy before you go into the exam. I mean, what sort of, how do you think your brain is going to react to that? So here's what you do. You get your earbuds, not iPods, earbuds. Airpods. Sorry, sorry, there's a few generational things here. You Mm -hmm. get your earbuds, go sit under a tree and listen to Weightless. Mm -hmm. All right, that's what you do. If you're the kind of person that, that, absolutely. You are far more likely to be grounded and ready to execute under pressure. Your brain will be far more focused and ready to go. Well, and with that, so the science of learning says that you don't, when you go into cognitive overload, you can't keep on pulling things out of that long-term memory. So you want to keep yourself out of cognitive overload. And if you're sitting if you're sitting with those people, uh, could possibly put you into cognitive overload. So you want to keep Absolutely. that mind clear and fresh. Weightless is your, weightless is your jam. It's not jammy. Let me, you know, it's, it's, it's very, it's, it's very, yeah, it's great. Everybody put it on weightless. 
Yep, good. And it's look, if you want white noise, you're not talking about my what's coming out of my mouth, because my name's Mr. White, obviously. Not white noise. You want yes. white noise, you know? White white noise. White not noise. White, white noise. noise. Yes. White noise. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for clearing that up for us. I mean, or we could also you could also listen to this podcast if you wanted white noise. Yes, well that's true as well. And uh yeah. <laughs> I'm, and I'm if, sure if you'd that's... like we could we could string together just one Whitey's wife's crack just after another, and that Whoa. might work for some people as well. Uh, I think some people would die of, of, of hilarity, die of hilarity You're overload. Right. Yes. And, you know, yeah. It could be like a workout it's, or it's something. Too much, too much of a good thing's never good. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. Well, with that, yeah. thank you. Good segue. So yes. he definitely said that obviously the, the age-old sleep, exercise, nutrition, absolutely imperative, absolutely mm-hmm. have to have that sorted. It's absolutely imperative that you're having enough sleep. There are certain ways that you can do that. You need to have to. You need to have an, a routine. You have to dim the lights. You a cool room. Twenty degrees is the perfect optimal temperature for sleeping. He said that we. You need to minimise that anxiety. So potentially playing that weightless song would be good if you need to get your cognitive um, overload out of the way. You need to avoid stimulants. So that is alcohol and um, coffee. So yeah. either way, you don't want anything like that. And um, we need, you need to obviously reduce blue light exposure. So getting no your phone off. And, in fact, I had a, a great conversation with a group of my friends uh, and my husband the other day. He still thinks I'm an idiot, but, I mean, I think that's the, our, our secret to a long marriage. So what we have done is, and by we I mean me, I have purchased an alarm clock because in our relationship he can be trusted with his phone and myself I cannot, and my 12-year-old son cannot. So I have just purchased us alarm clocks because you can also use an alarm clock to wake you up in the morning, and that's what's going to be happening for me in term four. I know, shocking, right? Really? Really? It's a a thing we used to do back in the olden days. Back in the olden days. Yes. Yes, with those those So before I have that argument, (laughs) before I'm going to have that argument with my son, we're just getting an alarm clock for him. And he won't ever need to tell me that I have to have my phone beside my bed. Otherwise, how could I possibly wake up in the morning? True. He's going to make wake up in the morning to uh, an annoying sound of an alarm clock that does nothing other than. Um, <laughs> and that's the way. So it is. anyway, that's uh, <laughs> that's a couple of things. He also said that we mindfulness is absolutely imperative. He also said uh, said that. Friendships and fueling and investing in your friendships is absolutely imperative. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I feel like this podcast has been, uh, maybe that's been the little secret to my my great mindset this this year so far because I'm in, getting to invest in, in other relationships and catch up with people where I previously was too busy to do things, which good. I think it's good for everybody. Absolutely. Last tip was that having a coach or a mentor is absolutely important as well. So the friendships are important, but who is the person? Because as professionals, as as teaching, we're teachers, which are professionals, having somebody or something to stimulate you and to challenge you and to to run ideas past is also really really important. Very good. Very good. Mm. I love... um... Michael Carr, Greg, I, I'm very lucky to have done his uh, mental health first aid course. I uh, did that 
I think it was two years ago, and I'm up for renewal. So I'm doing a one day course in a couple of weeks to keep that to keep on top of that. The just the the the, the practical logical way that he explains these things, because uh, some of them are not as log- are not as you know clear and obvious as you might think. But once you start and he explains it to you, once you start thinking about it, you can just see it in everything. Um, how how important these things are, and from this mindset, like everything is base. So not yeah. just learning, but obviously your well-being, which is um, yeah. which is obviously paramount. So, yeah, good. Some really good tips there. Great tips. Brilliant. And he Brilliant. loves teachers. So um was fabulous to hear him talking yes. so passionately about how important it is that teachers take care of themselves. Um, one other fun thing that he did is he talked about getting, as far as exercise is concerned, there's research that indicates there's there's exercise and there's exercise. So going out into nature, a bushwalk, a forest walk, uh, it's with all of the, the sounds of nature is the best kind of exercise to get. And, yep. but however, he also said, but actually just exercise is great to get. So he very much suggest, he said that he won't exercise unless he's doing uh, something else. So he listens to podcasts and he was talking about a whole range of different, very irrelevant podcasts that he listens to that aren't, don't, so they're, they're relevant to him but it's because it's sparking, it's an interest in him and then he loses himself in the podcast whilst Mm. he's exercising and so he's kind of stimulating two different parts of his body and brain at the same time. Absolutely, I do that too. I'm a runner and I will sit down, oh, sit down, I will run to a whole range of long format podcasts and it's great, you do. You lose yourself in it and your mind is working on a range of different things while you're running and where I run yeah. it's through the bush sort of thing. So it's beautiful and, you know, your body's getting something out of it, your mind's getting lots of things out of it. Uh, it's got to be yeah. done. A great podcast to listen to is, uh, what's it called? Teachers Change Lives Podcast, I think it's called. It's a great one. It's a good one. I've got yes. it on good authority. I mean, Sam Prose has given some feedback to make it an even better podcast. <laughs> yes. But word on the street, it's a good one. And, you know, great ethos behind it. Rich, just people, if, you, if you're a teacher, you love a teacher, listen to Teachers Change Lives podcast. You <laughs> feel good about what you're doing. That's right. Absolutely yeah. right. Nice segue, Indeed. sir. Well done. <laughs> All right. And what are your holiday plans? Holiday plans. Um, I'm going to Phillip Islands uh, with a family that's, um, you know, friends, family. The uh, my daughter's in the same year as as um, the founder daughter in this family, which is going to be great fun. Really good. Uh, and then I am resting and relaxing and rejuvenating, getting ready for a big some big term ahead. What are you doing, Mrs. Angel? This will be good. Well, <laughs> here we go. This is why I went first. <laughs> this, this is my holiday. This one this one is for me. Uh, this one is three years in the – well, it's 43 years in the making. Um, a bucket, massive bucket list item for me has always been to go to the Maldives before they sink. And we had planned to go back in 2020 for my 40th birthday. What happened and we in 2020? Hmm. What happened? Oh, what a shame. Yes. So now we get to go three years later, we get to go for half the amount of time that we had originally booked and we get to pay twice as much, but uh, we're going to the Maldives and good. it's very, very exciting. And the whole, uh, so we're, we're, we will be swimming with whale sharks. Yes. Uh, I love the underwater experience. So 
it's going to be amazing. Swimming with whale sharks, swimming with uh, the big rays, manta rays, lots of snorkeling, lots of beverage sampling, and it's going to be uh, fabulous, absolutely fabulous. Going with my husband and my son and some very good friends of ours, the Woodies, and also my mum. And it's very, yeah, very, very exciting that finally, uh-huh. finally, in a short amount of time, the day is here and I can't wait to to have, yeah, the amazing experience. How much fun will that be? And not just an enjoyable uh, event and period of time, but also a bucket filling event. Yes. Fantastic. Definitely. There'll be Brilliant. plenty of laying on a beach, uh, just marveling at the beauty and the serenity. Yeah. Very, very exciting. Very good. So we wish all of the teachers out there in Australia and New Zealand and the rest of the Southern Hemisphere who will be heading into holidays very soon, either a week or a week or two away, so very close to your holidays, to our Northern Hemisphere friends. I'm so happy that you guys have just started and you're still feeling (laughs) fresh and and like this year's barely even hit you yet. So yay for you. Yeah, we're delighted for you. And I know that you too, you're also, as Mr. White always says, you're as a teacher, you deserve your recovery and preparation periods. So yep. we're never more than five weeks away from our recovery and preparation period. So wherever it's you true. are in the world, yes, I hope you're doing true. well. And for those of us who are limping to the line, hang in there and in there. we hope Help that you've each other enjoyed. Out. Absolutely. We yeah, so we'll be back for another season. Mr. White? Uh, yes. I'll check yes, my calendar, can, but I think that should be fine. You can free yourself up. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Excellent. It's an absolute, absolute pleasure doing it with your shares. I love it. It's brilliant. Uh, long may it last. Indeed. So get involved, people. We would Now is the time because we, we are heading into our recovery and preparation period, which frees us up a little bit to be able to do our pre-recorded interviews with people yep. all around the world. So please reach out. We want to hear from you. We definitely want to interview you. We want to hear your stories of teaching and uh, teaching tales, wisecracks, magical moments. We want to hear it all. So reach out to us. How are some of the ways they can reach out to us, Mr. White? Well, they can get on pretty much all the socials, the TikTok and the Facebook and the email address. Mm -hmm. And the Insta and the Insta Mm -hmm. and the email address, which is Teachers Change Lives Podcast at gmail.com. I don't care what people say about you, Mr. White. You're all right. You, I'm a pro. <laughs> you remember that like a boss. Like all a right. Boss. <laughs> well, it, uh, we're going to say goodbye and have a great holiday. And see you guys. we will see you next season for season four. Look all right. See you guys. Have fun. Bye bye.